0: Welcome to episode zero of a new project from Cardboard of the Rings Presents. This is going to be called Staple Centered, maybe soon to be renamed Crypto Card Center or something like that. I I don't know. We might have RIP. Uh, This is going to be (laughs) a limited series. It's going to be five episodes long. Uh, With me is going to be Shellen. Shellen, why don't you explain to the people what this show is going to be about?
1: Sure. So we're we're hoping to take a look at the, the full card pool uh, that we've got released now up to this point and take a look at some cards that we think should be considered to be staples in your deck uh, that probably aren't widely considered to be such as of right now. Uh, and for for us here, we kind of went back and forth, like, what is a staple? Um, and I think kind of our, our broad definition is going to be a card that when you sit down to build a deck, if you have access to that sphere, it's a card that you're thinking about putting in every deck. So you know when you're pulling up Rings DB and just starting to kind of click random cards to to start building in your deck that aren't part of your main combo, these are ones that you might you know put a couple copies in there before you start trimming down. Uh, it might not make it into all your decks, but it's definitely one that you're thinking about. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna take a look at some less utilized cards that we think should probably be looked at this way.
0: Yeah, and uh, we're going to look at staples generally in the card pool. We're not going to be looking at, like, trait-specific staples. Like, um, you know, obviously, like, King of Dale is a staple for uh, Dale decks. We're not going to be doing that type of staples. It's going to be more generic staples for any type of deck you could build. is kind of what we're thinking about.
1: Yeah, so what, what then, barley was our uh, criteria for, for less popular? you know, I don't want to show up on my first episode here and try to explain why I think Steward of Gondor is a staple in a leadership deck, and I'm the first person that had this great idea.
0: <laughs> yeah, so as Sheldon said, we're going to be kind of trying to highlight some overlooked cards, possibly from either being too old or too new. So we're looking at essentially uh, three criteria for our episodes here. We're looking at cards with under 5 popularity on Hall of Bayorn. Basically, um, Sean, do you want to explain how popularity is sort of configured on there?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, on Hall of Bayorn's wonderful website, uh, one of the things that you can see is popularity score. And I don't know the exact formula for how it works, but kind of the general idea for what our friendly bear does for us there is that it factors in how many published decks... Have this card in it on Rings DB. Uh, and that's one of the main criteria for it. But because there are so many more decks that have cards from like the core set in it, for example, since everybody owns the core set and maybe not everybody owns Fortress of Nurn towards the end of the game, it weights that popularity score based on how deep into the card pool you go. So if I built a deck that had, um, you know, stand and fight. Corset card in it and only corset cards, like it's going to increase the popularity score a little bit because I included stand and fight in my deck. But if I built a full deck that included, you know, Spirit Aragorn, who comes in that very final pack, and toss stand and fight in there, that's going to increase the popularity score more because I, in theory, had access to more of the card pool and had more cards to choose from to include in my deck. So You'll see a lot of popularity scores slanted towards early cards, but not as much as it would be if there wasn't this weighted system here. So a couple of these cards that we'll see might have under inflated popularity scores just because they're new. Uh, but we'll we'll discuss those when we kind of get to those ones.
0: Yeah, so this is kind of like the best we can do to determine like what's popular, what's not. There's not like a true way we can't see everybody's decks, right? So this is a good, a good general way to kind of figure this out um. But as Sheldon mentioned, that some cards are going to be lower popularity because they're new. We've also made uh, a rule. We're going to cover three cards per sphere, and each episode will be one sphere. So episode one will be leadership. We'll do three cards. Um, when we do neutral, that even though it's not a sphere, we're going to do it. We're only going to do two cards because there's just less of them. Uh, the way we're going to try to talk about at least an older card is one of the three cards we're going to do must be released before 2016. So it be from 2011 through 2015. Uh, that way, at least we're talking about one old card, because otherwise it's, we would just talk about three new cards, because it would be, well, here's three new cards people haven't put in their decks as much. So we want to at least try to pick, pick one card that's a little bit older, make it a little bit more tricky for us, but also, I think, a little bit more fun as well.
1: Yeah, and generally speaking, twenty sixteen for us there. The kind of the kind of the cutoff is about the deluxe for the Dream Chaser cycle. So it's kind of four through Angmar Awakens would be, and and some of the sagas that were released before that point would be the the boxes that we would be able to be looking for that old card.
0: Yeah, and that's kind of the that's like the halfway point, roughly, of the game's lifespan. If you were to say from twenty eleven to twenty twenty, which I think is pretty fair, um, that's about halfway. So that's why we picked that. It was totally arbitrary, but. I don't know. I was like halfway through the game's lifespan. Seems good, right? It's made around for ten years. Let's do five years or something like that. I thought that seemed fine to me. So, um, if people are going to complain about the criteria, well, that's too bad. <laughs> I picked them by myself. So, um, that's really it, actually, for this uh, show. Like I said, going to be five episodes. Uh, first one will be free for everybody to hear on the COTR Presents feed. The other four are going to be paywalled. So, if you want to hear the rest of them. You'll have to sign up at the $1 per episode tier at patreon.com slash cardboard of the rings. But if you don't want to and you just want to hear this, that's that's fine with us too. So um, look forward to some more episodes incoming, and I hope people enjoy.